following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Savannah Hugh Moeller, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it is time for another edition of Mick Shots. Mickey Spagnola showing up just in the nick of time mm-hmm. for the start of this in show. In the mick of time. In the mick of time. That's right. <laughs> Somebody's got to go to On practice. a rainy day here at the Star in Frisco. And so, no, there are not football players out on the football field. They are in the on the football field. Indoors today. Right, Mickey? Yes. Ford Center. Indoor so, practice. So you weren't out there in the rain. You were just yeah. You were inside. It's a long ways. From oh, the oh, that's center. where it so is. Mickey is out of breath. I wanted to toss it <laughs> quickly to Mickey. Or something. <laughs> I wanted to toss it quickly to Mickey to see how, how out of breath he is after Can't making the run difference. over He's here. He's in shape. He's yes, in shape. he is. Yeah. And uh, he has some breaking news from Cowboys practice, right, Mickey? Yeah, and of course that I decided to speed up the process and took the elevator right to come down. Oh yeah, it was going up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's the only one that goes to the third floor. Well, that's, that's good. If you're on the elevator, always going up. Isn't that a good thing? Well, I have to come down. So give us the breaking news. What's uh, happening out there? What is happening out there? Cavante uh, Turpin, uh, no helmet, no pads. So I don't think uh, he's going to practice today. Mm-hmm. He was listed on the injury report. Um, Mike said he would start with the rehab group and it looked like um he's not going to be limited unless he goes and puts his pads on uh marquise bell was over there also but he was doing the cords but he had his pads on so chances are he'll do a little something uh tyron smith this looked like another rest day for him and if last year last week's rest day did what that did Mm -hmm. just put him out there put him out there right there you go uh, and uh, Bryant is wearing number 17. That would be not Des, but Martavis <laughs> Bryant. Bill's just not going to let that I go. No, Bill he? is smart. Right? Yeah, because I'm sure there's something out there. Oh, my God. Go. Well, I missed yesterday. Bryant, oh, my gosh. <laughs> but 17 means he's probably not ready to play anytime soon since I think another person has 17. Oh, he's wearing number 17. Okay. Yes, yeah. Brandon Aubrey. There you go. Very good, Savannah. Oh, you guys got me on Who's that. the most famous 17 in Cowboys history? Don Meredith. Come on. Sam Hurd? Don Meredith. Don Meredith. Come on. <laughs> he's tripping. Don. He's trying to be funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> he, and, he's trying uh, to insult us. Uh-huh. And that's about all there was to see with the 10 minutes we were allowed, or I was allowed to stay there. Mm. You get special privileges? No, no. no, no I got just, there a little early. He gets early. kicked out early. That's, yeah, what, yeah. that's right. Because you guys, I didn't want to be getting made fun of for being yeah, late. Yeah, a little too right? late for that, buddy. Yeah. All by right. the way, Bill, I found my play-by-play for that first game. 
We oh. talked about it for yesterday. The Giants game. For the Giants game. Need a notebook. What happened? Need a notebook like I have here. No, because then <laughs> it gets like, filled up, and then you got to get another notebook. Well, I do. I'm about run out. I got a little notebook for the first half of the season, and so at halftime of the game on Sunday, See? I'm going to switch to my second notebook. So you just there there you, go. you just get a, documents. Uh, you get a yeah. different legal pad each week, and it's always on here. Yeah, and then you forget it, and no. you start talking about Don't whatever you wanted it. to talk about. And it's got it right here. We got to fill time while you go searching for it. <laughs> got uh, it right there. I have a six to nothing. I have a little concern coming into action today. Well, mm. that is it has nothing to do Everson, with this game, probably. Well, that's the thing. With Everson jokingly said. Who do we play this week? Ah. <laughs> and that's my concern. Not well, in this room. Isn't that the way players are supposed but to in be? That room over there, yes. Or is there a concern they don't know who they're playing this week? You just got to play the next game, right? What's the What's the attitude in there? Are they like, you know, we, we're going to build on this past week? Or, yeah, I know. mean, we we got in the locker room yesterday. It was in the morning, so they hadn't done anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I didn't. There wasn't a lot of availability. Didn't feel any vibe in there. There wasn't many players in there mm-hmm. either. Yeah. So, uh, it's it, yeah, it's kind of hard to But tell. just hearing them talk even after the game, um, and I actually had the opportunity to talk with Dak on Monday night at an mm-hmm. event that he was at, I, I get the impression it's a good positive frame of mind in that locker room coming out of the Philadelphia game oh, where they, yes. they have yes. a determination that kind of like what we were talking at the end of the show yesterday that okay there's a confirmation hey we're as good as that team on the other side mm-hmm. and now it's just a matter of week to week right just take care of business and continue doing what you're doing and you're going to be there in the end how did how did McCarthy say it today? I heard, you know, we always hear about keeping your house clean. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I, I think he doubled down. He said, "Farm your own land and keep your house clean." Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard the farm your own. That, 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 that yeah, said. that was a new one. Maybe yeah. that's why we play bad against some losing teams because they don't know what the hell he's talking. <laughs> farm farm it's your all, own it's land. It's all cryptic messaging. <laughs> yeah, you know? That's right, hey, coach. They're scared to raise their hand and say, "What the hell are you talking keep about?" Keep your house clean. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that against Arizona. No, they did not. And that, you know, there's always some games that come back to haunt you at the end of the season. You talk about it every year. Right? There's mm-hmm. one, right? And it's like, okay, that's going to pay a big mm-hmm. price for that. And I think right now we're, we're, we're always trying to make up for San Francisco. That's, that seems to be, you know, don't slip back into that frame of mind. You know, no one's thinking of, you know, Philadelphia, I think, made them say, okay, you guys forget about San Fran. If we can, if we keep playing well from here on, San Fran will be in the in the in the rearview mirror. Especially if they keep losing; they've lost three in a row. Well, and you know what happens with that game is it's one thing to get beat, right? But to get drummed is another thing. Yeah. When you looked at it as okay, we'll see where we're at. Then this team has haunted us over the last two years, and then you lay an egg. Um, yeah, but when you look at the time, San Fran was the best uh, record-wise, was the best team in the NFL, and now you played against Philly, record-wise, best team in the NFL. So I think they're trying to they tried to make up for San Fran by being hopefully consistent from here on out. How do people feel about the Detroit Lions right now? I think they are pretty much overlooked. Yeah, I agree. I think they're really good. I don't think they're overlooked. 
but I think they're really good. No, I don't think, think anybody's taking Everyone thinks they're really seriously. good? I, no, I, 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 I think they're I, pretty think they stacked. They I mean, I think they're stacked. good, Yeah, but, but I, I don't think anybody, everybody's got this idea, well, oh, that's the Detroit line. I don't but think they're I thinking think like that anymore, Spags. Well, it's going to play out over the next few weeks of how they do. I actually yeah. have to look up who they are playing. Everyone's going to be looking at our record versus theirs as we approach that game. And that one is in end of December, correct? Mm-hmm. Or, or early January? It's December. I think it's Lions are playing the Chargers this week, but and they're six and two. Mm-hmm. Okay, Cowboys are on the verge. Well, they're five and three right now, on the verge of their sixth win if they beat the Giants on Sunday. You know what happened to the Lions a couple of weeks ago? A few weeks ago. They lost to Baltimore, thirty-eight to six. Yeah, and, right. and ever, everybody's think, still that was thinks their San Francisco. Yeah, exactly. Game. That's yes. that's my point. Everyone feels pretty good about the Detroit Lions, and their arrow is pointed up. Yep. And yet, three weeks ago, they lost to Baltimore, thirty-eight to six. And that's when everyone said they are the number one team in the NFC. Mm. <laughs> Who else? Right. And all of a sudden, so, they get blown out. They're like, oh, that's what they tell they to say about the, the Cowboys. The Chargers coming up, the Bears, the Packers, and the Saints. So uh, those are their next three games. Mm-hmm. Chargers, Bears, Packers, Saints. That's four, next four. four games. The only thing you worry about with, with those yeah. games, when I always look at division games. They're always different. You know, right. you can't just say, oh, well, I reckon it's this. No, yeah. division right. games are division games. So the Bears, to me, that's going to be a tough game for them. What do they play? Uh, they play the Bears at home. At home. That's so a good thing for them. So Thursday well, night. No, wait a second. Wait Thursday a second. night. That's a Talk to me. Sunday oh, okay. noon game. Yeah, the, on Thanksgiving, they play Green Bay. Oh, the Bears. Detroit. The only reason, the only reason I Carolina. brought up with the the only reason I brought up with Detroit was because of their 38-6 loss to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. You, okay, you just said Chicago was a, could be a tough game for them. For huh? them, yeah. It's a division game. Chicago plays tonight. Chicago plays Carolina tonight. We have an opportunity tonight to scout our next oh, opponent. Oh, That's right. Carolina, Carolina has all those days between uh-huh. games. Look out for the Carolina Panthers a week from Sunday. Not to get ahead of ourselves. All you got right. the Giants right. and then the Panthers. And they're at home. And then they get the Cowboys at home. Should make them travel today. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chicago has incentive to beat Carolina. Because? Because they've got Carolina's first-round draft pick. Oh. And also, also have their own. <laughs> and you talk about some ammunition to get. Oh, now, yeah. Now, Justin Fields is highly questionable to play tonight. And uh-huh. They haven't. They got DeVito they got, playing. They too. have to figure out. <laughs> they, got, they got Danny. Bajan. <laughs> Who? <laughs> A rookie. Undrafted rookie. <laughs> How, how, how do you spell that? Oh, he's go- no, he's been a little good for them. Mm-hmm. He has. He's, he's been decent for them. I, mm-hmm. I don't know how to spell it. It's B A G E N T. E N T. Beijing. At a Shepherd University. Shepherd. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where is that? <laughs> it's got to be Division Two. Uh, Man, Grambling. You know Grambling more than you know that that school. That's, that is bad. <laughs> that is bad. Shepherd. Shepherd. Yep. Give me something. All right. I'm giving you some more here. <laughs> Give me yeah. something, Shepard. I mean, and I'm not just his, how to spell his name, but where the hell he was. I don't know what he did, you know, stat-wise for them in the last couple of games. But mm-hmm. from what I did watch, 
the broadcast was talking about how because uh, Fields was out, they were like, this guy stepped up and he's he's actually like proven to be a pretty good leader for the most part. So West Virginia, that's Shepard. Ooh. Matter of fact, when I Googled Shepherd, five things came up before the university, and one of them was pie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, I have never, is it a D2? Let's see. D3? While you look that up, he, uh, and there's a reason that we're talking about Tyson Bajent here, wow. because, and he has for Chicago as. Savannah alluded to. He has appeared in four games now, okay? And most recently at New Orleans, he was 18 out of 30 for 220 yards, mm. two touchdowns, but threw three picks. Oh, okay. At the Chargers, in a loss, 25 out of 37, two interceptions, no touchdowns, mm. okay? Vegas and Minnesota he played. The Cowboys are about to face a quarterback here that nobody knows anything about mm -hmm. in Tommy DeVito, right? Yeah. Undrafted, but he's got a better resume coming out of college yeah, what than what Bajan has out of Shepherd University because he led um, Tommy DeVito led Illinois to an 8-5 and five record yeah. last year. That's right. Okay. I Illinois Bajan, hasn't had a lot of success I here recently. Bajan, I bet Bajan's Canadian. And he's he was born in West Virginia, um, and went to high school in West Virginia. But Tommy DeVito, I was looking at him. I didn't. Okay, we had some fun with Tommy DeVito yesterday, but I looked dove a little deeper into his background, and a Jersey guy. Don't you know he's living a dream right now, playing for his hometown, home state team, the New York Giants. He's been trained to be a quarterback since he was six years old, if you look at his story growing up. Mm -hmm. And he had success. He We talked about he was at Don Bosco Prep, which has produced a number of NFL players, coached by former NFL. He got a cup of coffee in the NFL, quarterback out of Rutgers, Mike Teal. Okay. Mike Teal says that Tommy DeVito has the best arm of any quarterback he has been around. And that includes, okay. that includes NFL quarterbacks okay. that stop. he's been around. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> so I was right there in He's the... a talented thrower. He, he's a, here's what Mike Teal said about Tommy DeVito. He's as talented a thrower as I've ever seen. He's up there with as good as the NFL guys I've seen. This was – he was his high school coach. So, Division okay. division 2. Division now, now two. who are you talking about now? Uh, You're back Shepherd. on Shepherd University. Okay. And that's where – Get finished with, with Tyson, Bajan, and Shepherd. Go ahead. Which one was Bajan? Shepherd? Yes. Oh, that yes. one. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but before that, they were NAIA. Okay, we're not we're not playing Chicago this week. And okay. before that, before that, they were in the Mason Dixon Conference. I want to hear this. Thank you. Yes, I'm, I'm with you. I want to hear this because I, I I just want to know what what they do. What they, give me something on them. Thank you, Spags. With their their conference is Mountain East Conference, the MIC. 
MEC. The Mick. That's in the Mickaroos Conference. <laughs> no, that was before joining the Pennsylvania State Athletic Conference. I'm sorry. This is very interesting to me. Thank you, Spags. All right. Okay, so we're done with Tyson yeah, Bajan. Okay, that gets you, hey, you, that gets you ready for you tonight's game. That gets you ready to for tonight. <laughs> the, only, the reason I brought up tonight's game is because the Cowboys' next opponent after New York is, is Carolina, Carolina, not Chicago. Hey, you brought we're, up the man. Way man. off track. And Shepard, Can I get back on you. Tommy DeVito, do, the task do. at hand here? And do. we don't want to hear anything about four seasons anymore. No, we're not. I mean, I'm serious. I'm, I stayed up late last oh, night researching. Night. <laughs> late so December back in 63. <laughs> <laughs> you know what happened um, in 63, uh, uh, 60 years ago tomorrow, in 63, it was relatively early November, Mike McCarthy was born. His 60th oh, wow. birthday is tomorrow. Oh, it is? Did not know that? Okay. Cool. All right. Back on <laughs> Tommy DeVito. He's as talented a thrower as I've ever seen, says Mike Teal who was a star quarterback at Rutgers and was drafted, actually, by the Seattle Seahawks and was his high school coach at Don Bosco Prep in New Jersey. Okay, Tommy DeVito was an Under Armour All-American, led uh, his high school to a state championship, and they had been down for several years before he got there. Trent Dilfer, who is uh, – he was invited to the Elite 11 camp, okay? Tommy DeVito was, and Trent Dilfer is, uh, runs that. He says, if DeVito had played 6A high school football in Texas, he would have been a five-star recruit. He had that kind of talent. Okay. Okay. Instead, he was in New Jersey. Mm. Okay. Uh, He has been trained by a quarterback trainer since he was six years old, has a compact throwing style. Um, He, at the Elite 11 camp, he roomed with Tua, uh, and then he – Performed so well there, he got um, invited to the opening up in Portland, a Nike deal. And so he was highly touted coming out of high school and uh, wound up, had several offers and wound up going to Syracuse and actually started in 2019 at Syracuse. And then he wound up transferring to Illinois and led them to an 8-5 and five record last year. He is 6'1", 210 pounds. And when you look at it, he could run around a little bit. And when you look at him, he reminds me a little bit of Brock Purdy. He's the same size as Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. 6'1", 210. Okay. Now, same. the question will be, he doesn't have the team around him that Brock Purdy has around him. But the question will be also, can he process like Purdy has? Mm-hmm. But he's he's got a number of snaps in college underneath his belt, you know. And so... Um, Sounds like he's Tony I, Romo. Well, and that's the other thing. Look at the guys in not only Cowboys history, but around the NFL who he's in. Tony, remember when Romo was in camp, who was ahead of him on the depth chart? In 03, you had Quincy still here. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was um, the the baseball player. Then you had Chad Hutchinson? No, it was the next. Drew Henson. Henson. I believe yep. it was Henson. Okay, he was in that he was buying him for a little bit. And then you brought Bledsoe in here, you had Vinny in here, and all along the best quarterback in camp was probably Romo well, during those three years in, until in, he finally got an opportunity his fourth year. In two thousand four, if if Quincy Carter doesn't get cut, Romo gets cut. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they brought in Testaverde to be the backup to Quincy, 
and then they had just made that trade to get Henson in here, and they paid him some money, so he was going to make it. And then Romo. And Romo was a guy who had a lot of snaps in college. Played four full seasons, mm-hmm. Eastern That's right. Illinois. Mm-hmm. And was the Walter Payton Award winner. Yep. For the best division, one double A. It was so one double A, baby. Yes. <laughs> so where the Giants are right now, with Daniel Jones going out for the year, Tyrod Taylor on injured reserve. Now they get to take a look at Tommy DeVito, and they're hoping Tommy DeVito winds up being their Tony Romo or their Brock Purdy. Well, Purdy, uh, fewer mistakes by Purdy. You know, even throughout his early career, you just didn't. He didn't have the propensity to throw a lot of interceptions until. until uh, Debo got hurt, right. and he didn't have Trent yeah. Williams. Yeah. <laughs> and against and then, Cincinnati, the and then they uh, yeah. and then they had to play from behind. Uh-huh. I was going to say, they and they had to play, had to play with, with lesser talented yeah. players because that's what he's dealing with. So you wide put, receiver right now, yeah. lesser talented players. All right. So a year ago at this York. time, what did we know about Brock Purdy? Outside, he Not was he had a nice career at Iowa State, mm-hmm. and he was the last pick in the draft, and he hadn't got an opportunity yet in San Francisco, and then he gets put on a great team. And doesn't make mistakes. But if you put Brock Purdy on this Giants team, mm-hmm. he's not going to be Brock Purdy. He's not. No. He's not. And that, that shows when we finally found his weakness as far as playing from behind. Mm-hmm. That's something that he seems to have a problem with. And, you know, everyone's got their Achilles heel. That seems to be his. But I'm waiting to see what uh, DeVito's. Yeah. Uh, the point of all this is the Cowboys got to be ready to play because mm-hmm. Tommy DeVito could be their Brock Purdy. If you cover those wide receivers, you can throw them, he can throw them to where he wants to throw them. If you're, if you're pasted to that wide receiver, then it's yours. So I'm never really worried necessarily about the quarterback himself. You have to worry about the wide receiver if you're a cornerback or a DB linebacker. You know, cover your man. Any quarterback right now can hit an open receiver. Mm-hmm. That's just that's that's the way it is. You let Dobbs come in, you let him hit an open receiver, you're gonna have problems. Yep. You don't stop the run so the Dobbs won't be under so much pressure, then you're gonna lose. You're gonna have those problems. So, you don't and you don't think the Giants aren't looking at that uh, Cardinals tape to see, okay, how did Dobbs have success that's against right. this, that's right. this team? So no and one this really, guy can run some. No one really I wouldn't say really cared about Dobbs, but you weren't thinking of him as that person that we think of him now. You know, the person that came into Minnesota and did a good job, the person that beat Dallas and, uh, and running away. Now, all of a sudden, his reputation's up here. We don't want him to make a rep uh, on us. We don't want DeVito making a rep on us. So here's the Giants' problem. Evan Neal, Ben Bredesen, John Michael Schmitz, Justin Pugh, and Andrew Thomas. They, all that stuff we heard about the Giants before the season started, right? People were picking the Giants, by the way, to beat the Cowboys in yep, that opener yeah. because they added, you know, the, oh, that defensive front with Dexter Lawrence and Sean Robinson, and now they picked up Kayvon Thibodeau. Yep. Uh, all this and all this, they got this guy. They, they got drafted uh, tight end Jalen Hyatt, and they forgot about improving their offensive line. And it's coming back to bite them in the butt because they've lost two quarterbacks to injuries. Right. Right. Well, the issue that they've had on their offensive line is Andrew Thomas, who is playing at a 
Pro Bowl level last year, got hurt in that first game of the year against the Cowboys. Right. And so he's been out for seven games, and he returned last last week. Well, he they was the evid- one that false started that got him that's, in trouble on the eight-yard eight line. There's a lot of people that false start when Mike is lined up. Stands up. <laughs> <laughs> the one that – Evan Neal, the right tackle, is the one that – it's not like they haven't invested in their he offensive the line. line. He's, it, for, he's it, injured, yeah. Well, he's first-round pick, but he's been – and he's been playing all year. In the last game, he he, he uh, got hurt. And uh, but and, but he is not he is underperformed at right tackle. And once again, the reminder uh, of the first game is first drive. They were driving on us. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it was looking like until the, a the false start right. and a bad snap. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> false start and then a loss of fourteen yards on a bad snap, mm-hmm. and then a blocked field goal, and there goes the giant season. Third and two that at fast. the eight. Uh-huh. Third and two that at fast. the eight. Yeah, and then the next game they scored 31 points, and since they haven't scored more than 16 in any game. But you mentioned their That's offensive something. line. In 2020, they spent the fourth pick in the draft on Andrew Thomas, and in 2022, the seventh pick in the draft on Evan Neal. So they've, they've invested in their offensive line, but just because you spend picks there doesn't mean that – they're the players that you thought they were. Was, Although Andrew Thomas has been here after a shaky first year. Was mm-hmm. Justin Pugh a free agent pickup? Uh, yeah, he re- somehow his name rings. Some yes, down. he was. Uh, he was signed in early October, and he's a veteran guy who right. walked in the door and started games for him now. To and he's actually shored things up a little bit. And so then the person that will replace Evan Neal will be Tyree Phillips out of Mississippi State. He's been in the league since 2020. He was with Baltimore. Right, and he was a third-round draft pick in 2020. So, and here's a – here. Oh. We got a break. We got to go. We're That's going right. way. We're we way talking Giants, though. Time, That's good stuff, man. Time for man. the second break. Yeah, it yeah, is. <laughs> Nate and Frisco, we've been talking Giants. There you go, <laughs> You're Savannah. welcome. Yes. <laughs> All right. I got one for We're, you. When, uh, when we come back, come back in a moment here on Mix Shots. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap at the Prescott who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. 
tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back, back to Mick Shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. All right, we continue with our Giants talk. Yes, and everybody's talking about, you know, they just got to hand the ball off to Saquon Barkley, and that'll solve all their problems. Don't let uh, Tommy DeVito throw the ball too many times. <laughs> well, I looked up Barkley's uh, stats, and we've been talking about what? The Giants' offensive line? Mm-hmm. Yes. Barkley, right now, has rushed for 28 more yards than Tony Pollard. Mm. And both guys, right now, are averaging 4 point yards per carry. 4.0. 4.0 yards per carry. And Tony Pollard has two touchdowns, and Barkley has one. So, when we talk about offensive lines and one of the problems the Cowboys have been having, well, even if you're Saquon Barkley behind a porous offensive line, you're not running very well either. He had what, some injuries with uh, had some problems with injuries. He has had. Yep, yep. he has. Yeah. Now, watching him against Las Vegas, he looks like he's healthy, and he ran for five and a half yards a carry against mm-hmm. Las Vegas. Sixteen carries for ninety yards. What well, was long? I'm not sure what the long was, but there were first series of the game he was breaking off eight and nine yards of snap Mm -hmm. and uh and then the game before that against the jets he had 128 yards on 36 carries so the last two games he has accounted for 218 yards on 52 carries which is four and a half yards a carry no yeah four and a half yards a carry so he had a long of 26 And see, that's the thing about this game. I don't, I don't feel like being surprised again. I don't want another Cardinals fiasco. Mm-hmm. Now, having said that, we rarely do this at home. Usually when we, you know. 11 straight wins. Yeah. yeah. Usually when we do something like what we did in Arizona, it's, in, it's on the road. Here was, here was old Tommy Boy's problem against the Raiders. He was sacked six times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. And Daniel Jones was sacked twice. And they Daniel had eight Jones total. Eight sacks. But that goes to show their O-line is not holding. And when you Maybe look at... Maybe they need to hold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe they do. I don't know. When you're looking at our defense, who's been very consistent, and Micah Parsons especially... You should be a little scared if you're mm-hmm. Tommy DeVito. So in the last two games, their quarterbacks have been sacked uh, <laughs> ten times. Ten times? Yeah. In the last two games? Yeah, they got four. Well, they got eight in one game, so they, they did well in the other game. They only got no. sacked twice. <laughs> no, six, eight, oh, no, 12. Okay. Because they each All got right. sacked. Uh, Jones and DeVito each got sacked twice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, obviously, if you're the Giants, we're going to run the ball. And the week before that, 
Tyrod Taylor sacked four times. Mm-hmm. They've been sacked as a team 16. 49 times this year. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. That's Washington. I would imagine Tyrod probably I think I figured it out. They, they, were on, they were on pace for like 96 sacks. That's unheard of. Yeah. And that's why they're going to be running the ball against us. Or they should be. Or they we should We thought be. they would be against uh, in the season opener. Yeah. And they were. They ran the ball the first drive, and then after that, not so much. Well, well they, thought, they thought Daniel Jones was, was, was somebody Daniel. else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. run your quarterback right. and then go see where he's at on the mm-hmm. bench. <laughs> they ran it. Or tw- the infirmary. Yeah, they, ran it 20, <laughs> they ran it 25 times. In the tent. 25 <laughs> times against the Raiders. Uh, they ran it. And that was a game. That no, was a, wait. That can't be right. What? Rushing against the Jets. Mm-hmm. Says they ran the ball 52 times. Yes. Barkley had 36 carries against well, the no Jets. Well, no wonder he had 128. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was like three and a half yards a carry. 3.6. Uh-huh. Did they win they the game? No, it was 13 10. They scored 10 points. Well, but, even when we were knocking the heck out of Jones, they kept running him. You know, they kept calling plays. Calling run plays, calling not run scrambles, plays. No, right? there were no scrambles. That was RPO, and he, uh, for some now, reason they kept doing but it. But this is the first time that Tommy DeVito has taken all the snaps in practice this week. Does that concern you, Mickey? A uh, little bit. Okay. Okay, against the Cowboys, they ran it 28 times. And Daniel Jones led the the. The Army with 13 <laughs> runs. The ground attack. Yeah. 13. And they kept running them when the score was like 34 to nothing. Yeah. What was that about? Because they didn't want it to be 54 to nothing. <laughs> Just get the clock going. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. Barkley had 12 carries for 51 yards against the Cowboys in the opener. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm pretty sure that that's not going to be their game plan is to put the quarterback in, in danger as they did Jones. I can't see him doing that. No, because the backup just arrived, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't they? Bark, Barkley? Is that who yes. they signed? Yeah, another Barkley? <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are other backup. Matt Barkley mm-hmm. yeah, from he, USC. He's got I've a, heard of him, of course. He's got a few yeah, years yeah, yeah, under mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And on defense, the guy that just jumps off the screen at you is number 97, Dexter Lawrence. Mm-hmm. 340 pounds, and he gets doubled or tripled team about every play. And like, they traded like, away Leonard Williams. I like Thibodeau. Yeah, and Thibodeau had three Thibodeau. sacks against the so Jets. Which, which one do they put up against Steele? Thibodeau. Well, Thibodeau's Lawrence is the inside guy. Yeah, Lawrence is in. Thibodeau's going to go up against him. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if he's in. He can be out. They can, but he's that's not what he does. I know. Mm-hmm. They could play that wide nine that gives the Cowboys Although problems. I wouldn't put past Dexter Lawrence being able to get to the quarterback mm. as a wide nine. Mm. <laughs> Which, by the way, I, lo- I watched a couple of plays that Steele struggled on. Uh, I think it was a sack each time. It was weird because I don't know if it was the same guy did it twice, but – he let him get into him, right? The guy stunned him. Yeah. And then he just kind of went off. Right. You've got to use your hands and get out, right? And he let the guy get into his body, and it stopped his momentum. And the guy just went right around him inside both times. And, and that, that's all about footwork. 
you could see his footwork was bad. It was none. Yeah, so I think obviously that injury is it, really affecting his footwork. He's he's not moving well at all, and that's what we always admired about him as a big man able to move right. as well as he, he was a year ago. Now, he was better when he was healthy run blocking than mm-hmm. he was in pass protection. Right. But not like that. Um, so, yeah. But have we seen any issues with him in the previous games outside of the Eagles? Like, is there any standout plays that you guys can remember where there was an issue? Because I think it it was really just against the Eagles is mm. where we started to notice a couple Could, things. Could like, have had, been just a He's match-up. been a little consistent, I would say, in the other matchups. Right. Because – there hasn't been anything noticeable not, not like, outside of the Eagles. Yeah, so has like he been Eagles playing game. and it was just the matchup, you know? Maybe he was because uh, they were basically silent count the whole game, too, mm-hmm. by the way. I don't know if that bothered him, but that's a good point. He's had he's had some, I, I think, uh, pass blocking problems, but not to that extent. Right. How did he play in losses, I think, is yeah something that we should look at. Because you know that's where we were having problems. We couldn't keep the, keep the quarterback safe, right? Uh, but it wasn't as glaring as as Savannah was saying as it was against the Eagles. And then you know what also happens is obviously none of the offensive linemen are perfect. But when I was going back and listening, it was like on TV they pointed out how poorly he was playing. Mm-hmm. So now everybody out there that's not at the game, they're hearing, oh, he played bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you, it just kind of well, snowballs. But I mean, he did. He did yeah. They weren't wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. But when yeah. it gets pointed out, right. now everybody's got <laughs> right. the ammunition. Now he's got a rep. Now he has and a rep. Coming yeah. off yeah. an ACL injury, I mean, it could be the cumulative effect of having now played eight straight games mm-hmm. on that. And, right. You know. And it wasn't just the ACL. He hit the triple crown. Mm-hmm. Got all all three of them. Well, I mean, he we we also had the bye. I mean, mm-hmm. so you know, it's not just eight straight weeks. We had the yeah. bye. So this this is the second straight week after right. the bye. Right. So, and you got a bunch of games in a short amount of time coming up, starting Sunday. Three games in twelve days. Four game uh, four games in nineteen days. And we continue with more mix shots in a moment. Hey, you're taking a break. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgate's going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. 
What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. <sighs> back, back to mixed shots. Sean Polite is your 2023 Cowboys Fan of the Year, and now he needs your help. Vote for Sean to be given the ultimate title of NFL Fan of the Year presented by Captain Morgan by casting your vote at NFL.com slash Fan of the Year. You know, I got to say before we move on, you take all the drama out of this the mm-hmm. readings, which is a compliment no, you to just, you. <laughs> Trags has always made it you so just don't exciting. Have... You, you know, yours is, it's so, you know. Uh, perfect. Yes. They don't have the nerve to criticize. <laughs> no, no. She hasn't given us anything to criticize. I'm waiting on something that she don't give us it anything. It was so much more enjoyable yeah, when we really could get on Mickey. Yeah, voice. Yeah, it's just so much more to just it. Let, can As we just for old time, see, can you <laughs> hand that copy over to Mickey just for a second? <laughs> No, 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 Tomorrow, oh, oh, Lord. I won't be here tomorrow. Oh, no, I'm uh, handing it off to Emerson. and and a little oh, bit I'll, next I'll, I'll week. Kill it. So, so someone's it. gonna have to pick up the <laughs> pick up the pace next week. <laughs> so we've been talking about how the Giants need to run the ball, right? So I just happened to look and see, and in the Cowboys have played eight games, right? Yep. Only one team has averaged more. Than 4.1 yards a carry running the ball. You know who that was? Who it was? Arizona. Mm. They happened to average 7.4 yards a carry. Still? In that game. Oh, in that game. In that game. Okay. Okay. And the reason why they ended up with 30 carries for 222 yards thanks to. Joshua Dobbs on six carries going for 55, and Rondell Moore three carries for 54, including the 45-yard touchdown. So you said, by the way, Bill, that they need to pull up the tape of the Arizona game. Mm-hmm. Anytime a quarterback is running that. that far, right? that's a secondary issue because there's no recognition by secondary at all. Your safety's... Uh, that's what your safeties are there for. There's no way that a quarterback should be behind the safety on a scramble. So they had five carries. Joshua Dobbs had five carries for 11 yards and one carry for 44 yards. So they allowed big plays in that game. They had a 26-yard run, a 44-yard run, and a 45-yard run for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. That'll beat you every time. That's, that's safety. That's all secondary stuff right there. Nick Harris has an interesting uh, tweet that Mickey won't like. <laughs> yes. What is that? The Dallas Cowboys have 12 players in the top 10 of pro football focus graded position <laughs> rankings through week nine, the most of any team in the NFL. Yeah, let's go to school on that. <laughs> I 
told you oh, would like man. it. Pro football focus. Uh huh. That's, that's a pretty credible group. Who are the players? They're, they're, they're credible. Would group. you like to know? Yeah. Spags, would you like to know? I didn't. I was looking something up. <laughs> He's not paying attention. All right. Tyler Smith, third of 80 offensive guards graded. He ranks number three in the league. How I think you? I heard that. Yeah. How about that? Hunter Lipke, third out of 10 fullbacks in the league. Only 10 fullbacks in the league. He's third. D Law, fourth. Out of 107 edge rushers. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? They need to play him more snaps. He's been playing less than 50% of the snaps lately. Hmm. Has he talked about it? Uh, no. But. Well, maybe that's why he's playing so effectively. Well, maybe. Hmm. They got a rotation going because there. Because they used Armstrong quite a bit in the game mm-hmm. uh, on Sunday against mm-hmm. the Eagles. Yeah. Deron Bland, fifth out of 114 cornerbacks. What do you think nice. of that, Mr. Cornerback? That's Cornerbacks? pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Well, yeah. we can see you got that. Three touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Three so picks. Didn't, didn't so need far. pro football focus to tell that, us actually. that. He's only given up one touchdown, right? Mm-hmm. The one to, was it Devontae Adams? Yeah. Yeah. C.D. Lamb, fifth out of 118 wide receivers. Not shocked there. Well, okay. Well. Osa Odigazua, fifth out of 126 defensive tackles. Mm. Micah Parsons, sixth out of 107 edge rushers. So, so Demarcus Lawrence is fourth, and Micah Parsons, sixth. This is pro football focus graded position rankings. Jake Ferguson, sixth out of 68 tight ends. Tyron Smith, eighth out of 77 tackles. That's surprising. Dak Prescott, ninth out of 36 quarterbacks. Well, he's ranked seventh right now in quarterback rating. Zach Martin, tenth out of 80 offensive guards. And Marquise Bell, tenth out of 81 linebackers. Marquise Bell. There you go. (laughs) So, Mickey, what do you think of pro football focus now? What do you think of Ticket Source? <laughs> Some reason they found my email and sent me this. Ticket Source says they carried out a new study to reveal the most influential teams in the league. Mm-hmm. And the Dallas Cowboys rank number one. And it looks like it's judged by Instagram, X, Facebook, Google searches, Wikipedia, and they come up with an influence score. The Cowboys were first, New England was second, Philadelphia was third, Pittsburgh was fourth, and Green Bay was fifth. Ticket source? Ticket source. I have no we idea. We didn't need – we could have figured that out on our own, mm-hmm. right? Most influential. Yeah, that's easy. That's Most, every time we see, play – See, so they're still America's team. No doubt. No, every time we play, we get the highest ratings. I mean, that's still – Never changes. Well, that was the game on mm-hmm. Sunday, right? Did you get the ratings? I have. I didn't see it. I heard somebody mention that it was the most watched game on television so far, or watched show. Well, on you television go back in September. Year. Remember when Taylor Swift showed up at the Kansas City game? That was supposedly the most watched game ever. Well, Kansas City was up on Chicago that game like 35 to nothing at halftime, and they switched to the Cowboys-Cardinals game at halftime. And so Mm -hmm. the real reason wasn't Taylor Swift. It was because the Cowboys were on. Mm -hmm. Well, I heard, and I believe it was the Chargers. It was either the Chargers. No, it was the Rams game. 
that uh, the station, the NFL made the station in Tyler air the Texans game <gasps> instead of the Cowboys. That's not and, cool. And like that, they switched to it during no, the no, game or they no. aired it? It was before. scheduled to be because they considered Tyler a in-between market like they close to Houston, close to no, here. No, it ain't. <laughs> yeah, right. It's ninety miles away from us. The people were PR. That's that's that that's is like not... when you get people from New York making those decisions. That's like saying that the Cowboys. Yeah, well, we're in Beaumont. When, when no. somebody told me that, I said, do, "Did did the NFL realize that back in the day when there were blackouts still in the '80s, when it wasn't a sellout, people used to drive to, to Tyler, Tyler just to watch and the get game. a hotel yes. room so they could watch Forget the that. game." We had a cowboy antenna. And My I dad said, had an antenna on our house that picked I, up the Tyler station. And I pointed that out, too, by the way. <laughs> and, and, the, and the NFL said, no, you're doing the Texans game. It didn't go over big. Wow. Well, it's the last time they make that decision. Yeah, that's right. All right, we're out of time on this edition of Mix Shots. Some of us will be here for a fabulous oh, football fight song shot. Friday tomorrow I'll at noon. I'll be listening. I'll be listening. Okay. Don't you worry. But I bet she gives us picks to click while somebody else on Friday didn't do that. <laughs> I didn't feel very confident with my picks. <laughs> See but you Friday. Think, but you had done the better. You had done the score. You were closest to the score. 37-7. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. See, you, you weren't here. You forgot about it. <laughs> All right. We'll see you tomorrow at noon. Go Cowboys. There, there you go. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!